Django. No, give it to me. What you got? Okay, no, you can have that. Hello, and welcome to our webinar tonight. Um, surprise, I'm here. Uh, we are going to talk about goals and goal setting for 2020, which is fantastic if you're um, a pet dog person, if you're a service dog person, if you're not a dog person, um, but you know, like you want 2020 to be pretty awesome, then this is for you. No matter how you feel about dogs, goal setting. Uh, goals and goal setting is one of my favorite things to talk about, favorite things to do, um, favorite things to help people with because of what we can do with that and how it can make your life better. Okay, um, so as we're doing this, I'm going to share it to a couple places, a couple groups. Um, not too many because then I take time from, from monologuing. Um, I did want to read to you, I sent out an email today and I started it out really good, so I wanted to read that to you. And it goes like this, as 2019 winds to the end and 2020 begins, it's always a time for reflection on what was, what could have been and what is to come. Many people have grand dreams for the new year, but no way of moving towards them. And you know what? It is really easy to keep doing what you've been doing. But if you keep doing what you've been doing, then you're only going to get what you've always got. Does that make sense to you? So one of our goals for 2019 was Hope Service Dogs. And we incorporated it in 2018 through the state. But in 2019, we sent away for our IRS 501c3, which was a monster application form. And we were approved. Now, it took a while, but we did get it approved. Uh, and now we're moving on to the next stages, which include fundraising, putting our training programs together, and helping people. And that's one of the biggest is helping people. Uh, because of what I do, what I know, and what I can do, I can help a lot of people. I'm not just a dog lover. I'm a dog trainer who actually has a service dog multiple service dogs. And, and it works out really good. And we actually, Hope actually had our first fundraiser in 2019 on Giving Tuesday, which was most appropriate. Um, so Hope's all about training, education, and support of service dogs. And if you want to know why it's called Hope Service Dogs, well, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is, guess what my middle name is? It's Hope. And two, because I want the people to have hope uh, that things can get better. And not only that, but the dog, our logo dog, guess what her name is? Yeah, it's Hope too. Uh, we have our, our training program, you know, we're working on getting that figured out because we're all about training, education, and support of service dogs. And it's set kind of in a way that allows us to scale up because a fully trained service dog would be at least a two year wait, um, with a budget of well over $30,000. We figure $30,000 is the price for about the first year. And we cannot wait that long to help people. So we figured we'd start out smaller um, do more work with the owner, and then we'd be able to build up from there, which is pretty nice, right? Make me excited. Uh, so what have we done so far in 2019? Well, we do want to look back and see where we've been so we know where we need to get to. So we created our amazing service dog public access test, which will be officially released in January. But if you want to see it now, go to hopeservicedogs.org, and you can see it, um, or you can message me and I'll send it to you. Email me and I'll send it to you. Um, we also have our apprentice program for service dog training, uh, which again, you have to message me on that. And our volunteer program form is ready to go. So if you want to help Hope out in any way, shape, or form, you start by filling out that form. And that form is available through hopeservicedogs.org. 
Now, our plan with Dream Dogs is to continue as we have been right now. Uh, I was talking to Deb earlier, and Deb asked why I don't do all the service dog training through Hope. And part of it is because <laughs> I've been Dream Dogs for how long? But that is something we'll look into. Um, there, it will still be the same rate, but um, but we do. We want Dream Dogs to continue. We want Hope to really soar this year. Really, well, next year, starting tomorrow. Uh, our plan with Dream Dogs is to continue. Uh, we had a goal in 2019 that Rich has been trying to meet for about four or five years, and we reached it. That means we were able to help more people and more dogs than ever before, which is awesome. And while I say that, you know, when we were in Gainesville, we used to run group classes, and they were anywhere from four to six weeks, depending. In the end there, for the last couple of years, they were four week long. And we could run how many? Two, four, five, six, maybe a week, and have 10 to 15 people in. So that's like 60 new dogs a month, but we weren't getting the level of commitment that we wanted, the level of support from, you know, for them. Um, we weren't getting to know them and their dog to be able to offer exactly what they needed. So while technically we did help more, we help better now. And sometimes, you know, a lot of times you want that quality over the quantity. Uh, in 2020, what's looking ahead for us for 2020 right now, more trips to Disney and Universal, uh, more training with Bart and Michael Bellin, um, my favorite trainers out there, uh, going to IACP conference, um, Rich taking the um, Bellin's um, Nipopo Silver and Gold School, and hopefully some puppies will be born at the ranch. Um, so 2020 is going to be our year. It's dream it, dare it, and do it. Because you need all three. You need to dream, you need to dare in order to do it. If you don't dream it, you don't know what it is that you want to dare, and you're not going to do anything. But I also don't want you to be one of those, oh, well, you know, like I joined the gym this year. It's January. It's a New Year's resolution is to join the gym. And I didn't do anything. And oh, well. I don't want that to be you, and I don't want that to be what happens with your dog with training. I don't want it to be... Oh, well, you know, like I wanted to join, but it didn't happen just because I wanted it. So like, oh, well, instead, um, <laughs> goal setting. I got my notes out here. This is my first bullet journal, right? Uh, my first bullet journal. You attract success by being successful. And this is one thing that took me a while to figure out because with uh, it's not necessarily, for example, about going to college. It's not about the journey. It's about the person you become to be able to do that journey. Okay. Um, the person that you're going to create and, and, and to become, and, and that's huge. So you attract success by being attractive. And that doesn't mean that you're beautiful. It just means that, you know, you do have a good spirit and you put out, you get back what you put out. Right. So for 2020, I'm going to actually write these down while I'm talking with you. I want my good pen. These are my good pens. They're, they're tool, T-U-L pens. Oh my gosh, they're the best. So January, one of my goals in January is going to be more positive. Be positive in my thoughts, in my words, in my actions. Um, you know, it's always kind of fun to, to get in a rant. We don't want to get into rants. We want to be positive. So that's for me. That's my first goal. Um, goals make a drastic difference. If not, what I find, especially with the business, with Dream Dogs and with Hope, if we don't have goals, we kind of just float along, float, float, float along, but things don't really change. But when I have goals, things change a lot. And, and that's great. Like one of my goals is 
I'm gonna write this down too. So this is, see, we're working on it together. It's super fun. Um, another goal that I'm gonna have is go to Disney or Universal twice a month or more. Why? Because I like going there. I like being there and it really helps out the service dogs. Okay. So that's going to be another, and you can say, well, that's kind of a silly selfish goal, but it's not because it makes me happy. I get to, to absorb the atmosphere a bit. And like I said, we, we do a lot of training there. Uh, we met up with uh, some trainer friends of ours last week, last Friday, which was super at universal and we brought candy. So brought my wheelchair, brought candy, me and rich, and then her and her husband and her two amazing daughters. And her name's Sarah. She's from Salt Lake City. And it was just, it was a fantastic time, even though we didn't spend a ton of time together because they were doing the rides and such. Um, it was, it was fantastic to be able to see them and to talk dog because we always talk dog. Um, the future guys is where we're going. So what I want to ask you is what do you want in the next five to 10 years? So this is 2020. It's a great time to do this. What do you want in 2025? What do you want in 2030? Do you want to still have the same job doing the same things? Or do you want something more or something different? Now, years ago, before we were both doing dog training, Rich was doing uh, electrical and civil and mechanic and hydraulic and HVAC um, engineering design work. Okay. Not everybody knows that, but he was. And he was helping me out on nights and weekends um, and watching Luke when he wasn't helping out on nights and weekends whenever I was doing the dog training. But uh, I was talking to my mom because usually he would have to take off around Christmas because the whole um, company would shut down. So we had to use up his vacation time over Christmas. Uh, and since he had two weeks off or 10 days off, we'd usually go visit family. And we'd go visit, you know, usually my parents just because they're closer. Uh, and we'd go and visit them for Christmas. And one year my mom said to me, this was, I want to say September, October time. Rich and Luke were out. Luke was doing a karate thing. And they had just gone to see his parents. So I think this was 2011, maybe. I don't know. Um, no, Luke turned 11, so 2012, maybe. But uh, mom said, well, you guys never do any vacations. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Our vacations are going to Myrtle Beach and seeing you guys and doing stuff up there, which is, yes, it is a vacation. But like, <laughs> we lived in Gainesville. We were two hours from Disney, and we didn't ever go to Disney. And I adore Disney. I had gone once when I was 19, and I didn't go again for many years later. Uh, so we, I looked it up and I got everything set when Rich and Luke came home. I said, Hey, you guys want to go to Disney for Thanksgiving? Uh, you know, Luke was off of school for the almost week. And so we went to Disney, we got our four day pass. We went to Disney and we were hooked. And so we brought our season passes, um, that January over, what is that? Martin Luther King Jr. Day, that four day weekend in January. So we, we did that and, and we got the, the tickets and we've, we've been in pass holders ever since because I love going to Disney. Uh, Luke and Rich can be a little bit like, again, really? Um, but now that they don't have to push my wheelchair anymore, they like it a lot more. Um, so that was one of my goals was to get to Disney. One of my goals every year is to uh, to get our annual pass to Disney. Um, Universal's been fun. We still have another six months, so I haven't got our annual pass for it. But what do you want in the next five or 10 years? Uh, when we were in Gainesville, we knew we wanted to get out of Gainesville and we knew we wanted to get a place in the country so we can do what we're doing now. And so in order to do that, we knew we needed to find a place. We owned our, our condo. And since we had bought it, the market had dropped on it. So we couldn't sell it for what we owed on it. What are we going to do? 
ah, you know, I, I didn't know what we could do. So as we thought about it, as we mapped it out, wrote it down, tried to figure it out, if we could find a place to buy and rent out our condo, we could maybe wait a couple years until the market rebounded. And if we could have renters in it, they could at least make payments on it. And that's what ended up happening is it was about two years and then it sold within a week for cash purchase price, which was really nice. Um, so we don't have that anymore, but we still have you know our place in the country. But we had a set of steps and some people could look at that and say, that's too much to deal with. But we didn't. We looked at it and said challenge accepted because I know where we could be and what I want to do. One of my goals, silly goal again, right? They don't all have to be, I want to save the world and feed the hungry, right? It could be something like, I want a pool. So we figured this year we would get an above ground pool and see if we actually used it. Well, there's some problems with above ground pools. One is that I can't really float in it. I can't really swim in it because like one breaststroke and I'm across the pool. Um, the floor is very slippery. The dogs can't go in it. So while it was a good trial, Rich said he wants to sell it so we can just get an in-ground pool next year. So we'll see about that. But that's one of our five-year goals is I want to have an in-ground pool and I want to have a better barn out here on the property. And then we've already been here three years. In the three years, we put in new windows, a new HVAC, and new siding. That's a pretty decent thing to do in three years, the first three years. So what do you want in the next five to 10 years? What do you want to do? Go to Disney. What do you want to see? Disney. Um, what do you want to be? Who do you want to be in five years? Do you want to be the same person as what you are now? No, because you're not going to be. Your life experiences change you. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I am not the same person I was five years ago. I am not the same person I was 10 years ago. Okay. But it doesn't mean that it's good or bad. Hopefully it means it's good. It just means it's different. What do you want to have in the next five to 10 years? Do you want to have a new car? Uh, do you want to have that new bag that came out? I don't know about stuff like that. I really don't pay attention to it. Um, do you want to have that new tattoo that's really awesome? Like your whole arm sleeve done. Um, what do you want to have? What do you, where do you want to go? Do you, do you want to go to Ireland? Do you want to go to Australia? Notice they're English speaking countries. <laughs> um, and what do you want to share? You know, do you want to share something with people? You know, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to be a published author. So what did we do? We sat down and we worked at it and we put it together. Our, our first book, Rich and I did, and bang, we put it up, published off. And now one of our books has gotten to the number one, you know, number one spot, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but we have books with our picture on them. Like, that's really neat. If you go on Amazon and you search up Warfel, W-A-R-F as in flower, E-L, W-A-R-F-E-L, uh, Victorian Richard, and you'll see our books. Like, how neat is that? How many people are published authors? I am, multiple times over. I actually have a cookbook published too, but it's not on Amazon because I wanted a coil binding so it's easier to open. So that's through, I want to say Lulu. Um, we, we published a cookbook um, because I like cooking. Um but but what do you want? You know, where do you want to be? Do you want to have your house paid off? That'd be pretty cool. In 10 years, I want my house paid off, minimum or maximum of 10 years. Uh, I want I want to be able to travel. We all got our passports last year because Rich wants to travel. So we get something called Travel Zoo. It's a website you can go to and you can look up great travel deals. Well, guess what? A lot of them are to Florida or from Florida. We live in Florida. So we can go and... We can travel. We found one that was, I think, $2,000 for like two weeks in China. That's pretty cool. 
We didn't do it, uh, but now we got our passport, so we can leave the country if we need to. I was looking at doing a, oh, yeah, someone had asked me about doing a workshop up in Vermont. If I would go up to Vermont for a workshop, that's real close to Canada, and I've never been across over to Canada, so I've got my passport. So if I go up there, I'm going to schedule a day and go over to Canada. What am I going to do? Eat poutine? Like, I don't know if they serve that in that part of Canada. You know, like, look for a bear and maybe get some maple syrup, but I want to go to Canada um, because why not? And I've got my passport, so I can do that. So some of your goals have multiple steps to get to where you need them to be, and that's fine. That's what you want. Um, so what I want you to do, and you can do this now, you can do this later, but jot it down, take 15 minutes, set a timer on your phone, 15 minutes, and write down 50 things that you want to do, you want to see, you want to be, you want to have, you want to go, you want to share, okay? Write them down, just like a brain, I don't want to call it a brain fart, but like vomit everything out of your brain, right? Put it on paper. Because if it's just in here, it's never going to happen because you're going to forget about it. And then you're going to remember and you're going to say, oh yeah, that's right. You could be the same exact thing as what you are right now in five years, or you can be that person you want to be. And, uh, and so, you know, just take 15 minutes and write it all down. And then what you're going to want to do is you're gonna wanna go through and rank them and how many years it's gonna take you to reach that, okay? One, three, five, 10, okay? So if I want to travel to Ireland, right? Maybe that's gonna be a two or three year goal. I'll put three years down for that. Um, if I wanna finish Candy's health testing and breed candy, uh, that's gonna be a, a one year goal. Like next year this time she should have had puppies. I'm not doing it in January. She's due to come into heat this month at some point. Um, I'm not doing it in January because um, we're she's enrolled in a study at UF um, for DCM. And I don't want her to be pregnant because I don't want that to screw up any results. I don't know if it would or not. But we still have to do her halter monitor and we have to do her eyes. And then all her health testing will be complete. Um, but, you know, so that's going to be a one-year goal is candy puppies. Um, gypsy puppies, I'm going to talk to you more about gypsy puppies next week, um, because we have some things in the works right now, mm, depending on how it goes. Um, putting in a pool, I would say a five-year goal, putting in a pool in a barn, not a pool in a barn, like pool here, barn on top of it, but a pool and also a barn, um, because I do want both of those. Um, getting rid of, when we moved in, there's, there's a, a barn. And then there's three sheds and then there's a plastic greenhouse. So it reminds, I call it shanty town back here because that's what it looks like is a bunch of little shanties. But we want, um, I want that gone. Um, you know, so we can have one big barn instead of shanty town. Uh, Sue Ellen here says she wants to go back to Ireland and bring her husband. Our favorite band, Enter the Haggis, is doing a fan trip again in 2021, which is our 25th anniversary. You've got your, your next year's goal, right? How awesome is that? Melissa says, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Melissa. And Suella says, Canada is awesome with as many regions as the U.S. And she says she also needed me as a coach when she was trying to finish her dissertation. And no candy babies yet, but okay, she can save up. Yeah, not yet. Um, she Like I said, she's due to come into heat next month. Well, as of tomorrow, that month, um, in January, because she was in heat in July. It's not always every six months, but like I said, because she's part of the study, we're going to put it off until, um, 
summer. So she'll be a summer knockup, which gives us time to, to finish everything. Um, her hip testing did come back on um, good hips. So, you know, yay on that. We're waiting on her thyroid to come back. And her, um, like I said, her halter monitor, her heart's excellent um, from the echo. And then the, um, what's the other thing? Her eyes. Yeah, her eyes need done. Um, and then aim high, right? So 10-year goals. What are you going to be in 2030? You know, what do you want to have for that? Give me one second. Candy is dancing all around trying to get in. She's driving me crazy. Hey, stop it and lie down. No. Lie down. Django is limping today. Yay for a 10-month-old puppy with Pano. Because um, I'm assuming that's what it is. Or it's because we were playing Frisbee yesterday and he hurt himself. But I'm going to assume it's Pano. Because he's huge and he's 10 months old. And that's what happens to huge puppies at 10 months old. So look at them and find out if you need more 10-year goals or more one-year goals. If everything that you have going is a one-year goal, you need to look outward at 10-year goals, at five-year goals, at three-year goals. Not everything's going to happen the first year. But you also don't want everything to be a 10-year goal because you need to break that down into smaller chunks so you can have something and be successful at it to get that sense of accomplishment. Okay, so make sure that you do have some short, medium and long term goals and then put them into categories. OK, um, quality time. Disney for me is quality time with my family and it's work time. Travel. Um, economic. Do You want to add more to your savings. Do you want to pay off something. Do you want to pay cash for a new car? You know, like be crazy material things because you can say I want those new shoes. Like, that's fine. Um, personal development. Personal development's where it's all out, guys. Um, family, social, lifestyle. Go through and just kind of categorize everything and write them into these different categories with how many years it's going to take. So <clears throat> if I want to, you know, do a pool, that could be family. That could be savings, too. You get to decide. And then I want you to go through and take one-year, three-year, five-year, ten-year goals and take the four most important things in each one. So what are your four most important one-year goals? Your four most important three-year goals? Your four most important five-year goals? And your four most important 10-year goals? Okay? And write a paragraph about each one of them and why. It doesn't have to be a long paragraph. It just has to be a paragraph um, on why, what it is. Now, if you do the paragraph about each one, it's going to help make that connection to you. Okay. And give you that drive whenever some days you're just not as motivated as you are other days. If you know why you want it, what it means to you now, and you can write that with heart and soul, and you've got that passion for it, then it's maybe going to be able to carry you through whenever you're like, I don't want to do this. It's not going to be fun. Why do I want to do this? Um, so you need to write that paragraph about why, why, why this is important to you. Okay. Now, I also want you to list five achievements that you've already accomplished and that you're proud of. Okay. I'm pretty proud of Luke. He's pretty cool. I'm proud of our business and what we've built up. I'm proud of my marriage to Rich, right? He's a pretty cool guy. Um, and we do really good together. Um, proud of my dogs because they're pretty awesome. And I'm proud to be able to help as many people as what I can help with you know, the dog training and with stuff like this. Those are five things that I'm pretty proud of. Um, 
because you have to see to where you are for if you are feeling discouraged that you have something that you can look back on and say that is I am a pretty cool person look at what all I can accomplish people say nice things about us sometimes in email sometimes in um you know online reviews and a lot of times I screenshot those and then whenever I'm feeling like eh, I'll read them so I kind of have a file on my computer <laughs> on, you know, nice things people have said about me for whenever I'm down. <laughs> it's not named that, but it could be. And then you want to also celebrate significant to you goals. Okay. What, what goals are significant to you? Um, is it going to be saving up $5,000 to go to China? Okay. Well, maybe you can celebrate um, by learning to cook Chinese food. Cause we're good. We want to try to save money. Right. So I'm not going to say celebrate by going to China and Epcot and buying everything or celebrate by going out to Chinese for every thousand dollars that you save. But, um, but maybe learn how to cook Chinese food. Maybe learn how to say, hello, my name is whatever your name is in Chinese. Um, maybe learn how to write Chinese characters. Like, so you can take those. And as you learn how to write it, okay. As I learned how to cook one thing that we can cook pretty decent is beef and broccoli. And it is so good. And it is so nice to have a giant wok full of it instead of having to go pay money for it. Because every time we go to Chinese, it's 50 to $70 because we buy a whole bunch of stuff. So we have leftovers for about three days, which, yeah, you could say, well, don't buy $70 worth of stuff and have leftovers for three days. But I really like Chinese food as leftovers and it works. Melissa says is a slightly younger EDSer. That's um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Um, which means you have wonky joints. I'm struggling to make long-term girls because my health seems to be failing the older I get. Did you experience that? I'm 33 uh, and training my service dog. And I'm looking into schools because I'll have to restrain. Um, thanks to it. So Melissa, I wasn't diagnosed with EDS until four months ago, three months ago. I was only diagnosed in September. I thought, and I'm in my young 40s, but I thought for my whole life, like I'm over six foot tall, right? That people weren't meant to be over six foot tall. When I was 11 or 12, I want to say 11, I was playing basketball with middle school or YMCA or something. Um, and I got hit by a girl wearing this big old knee brace and my kneecap popped out. And since then I've had knee problems and I have blamed my knee problems for years on that issue. Guess what? It probably wasn't that issue. And because of that, I have, I've had cracked ribs. Um, I've had elbow issues. I've had wrist issues. I've had both knees now. Um, both ankles have had issues. My shoulder has, my shoulder was bad for a full year, a few years ago. And I had no idea why. I thought I was falling apart. I would lie in bed and cry because I could not believe how crappy my body was holding, holding itself together. And I didn't know why me and what caused this. And maybe if I never would have played basketball, I wouldn't be at the point where I am. And it's one of the reasons why I never really encouraged my son, Luke, who's now 18, to do any sports is because I know just the, I think, five years of basketball I played as a, a preteen and a teen, how badly that messed up my body. Well, guess what? That didn't mess up my body. EDS messed up my body. And I'm sure the combination wasn't the greatest. But if I would have been diagnosed at 10 with EDS, because I was double jointed whenever I was born, they're like, oh, yeah, she's what's called double jointed. Um, the splits, I could always do the splits. Uh, oh, here's here's a fun story. Here's my fun story, Melissa, about EDS. And again, I didn't know it. But looking back on it, I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, it does. 
So we'd watch TV whenever we were younger as a family, right? And somehow there were all these shows, or it just happened that like we saw like three shows all at once where um, somebody gets handcuffed and the, the cuffs are behind their back and all oh, they're stuck with these handcuffs behind their back, right? And I'm a kid, I'm under 10 because it was when we lived in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, well, she can get out of those or he can get out, like they can get out of those. And my parents are like, what do you mean? And so I, I put my hands back like that, right? And I can go and sit underneath them and get them out from my legs and say, here, now I don't have them behind my back anymore. Now they're in front of me. And now you can do whatever you need to do. And it just blew my mind that the per, the character and the thing could not do that. That was easy for me to do because, you know, yay EDS. Um, but yeah, so I didn't know. And, and part of me, like there are some days where it's crappy and um, I'm seeing Dr. Trevino now. I should have an appointment with him in January in like two weeks. So I'm excited for that. But I, I'll cry about that too sometimes. Cause I'm like, there is no cure. There's no cure for EDS. There's no cure for dysautonomia. It's something I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. And so will you, Melissa. I just got my electric wheelchair November. So a little over a month ago that has made such a difference to outings. So when we were doing Christmas shopping, we stopped at Kohl's. Um, Cause we wanted to look at shoes for Luke and picked out shoes, looked at the kitchen stuff, picked out some kitchen stuff. And then I just, I needed to go. I needed to be out of there. I needed to sit down. So, cause I didn't bring my chair. I just figured I'd walk it. So the next store we stopped at was Best Buy. So stop at Best Buy. And um, I said to Rich, you know, cause I'm debating cause I'm still the whole, like, you know, so I'm debating. I'm like, you know, honey, can you get my chair out so I can bring my chair in? Took my chair in. Um, you know, wrote it in and we were in there for longer than I've ever been in a Best Buy longer than I'm usually in any other store other than a grocery store or Walmart. And it was fun. I didn't have to stand up. I didn't have to worry about not feeling good. I didn't have to find a place and sit down. I didn't have to leave and go wait out in the car. Um, actually I went while we were looking cause we looked at, we went in there for speaker bars, ended up buying a TV speaker bars and Nintendo games for our son. Um, so while he was looking at those, I just scoot around the store Oh, and we looked at Apple stuff because, you know, yay, Apple. Um, but I'd scoot around the store. I grabbed a basket. I'm getting, you know, the video games and stuff for them. Um, you know, we're figuring what we wanted. I'm looking around at the different things, and I'm in the in the chair. So it made it so much easier. So, Melissa, all that's to say my advice for you is to find modifications that work that make your life easier. I've got my wheelchair, my electric wheelchair, which is much better than a push chair. I have my Apple Watch in case I do fall or to check my heart rate or to check my EKG. I have an oxygen um, pulsometer um, in case I need that as well. Uh, I have Rich and Luke who know. I have my service dogs who can help me out with it. Um, we have the new Roomba who we're calling Troop or Droid because it's like a little droid that goes around. And then the white one, the Brava Jet um, moppy thing is... Um, it's Trooper because it's white and it looks like a Stormtrooper. So we have Droid and Trooper, which help keep the house cleaner than I'm ever going to keep it. Uh, Business-wise, one of the things Dr. Trevino asks me is, you know, do you have a job? And I said, well, we own our own business. And he says, well, how's that work? And I'm like, it, it works great because we figure things out. Um, you know, to work around it. So if I'm feeling terrible, I work on the computer or I sleep all day and Rich and Luke take care of the dogs or Autumn comes in and helps take care of the dogs. And then Karen helps, like 
we have it set up that it works. You know, do I work every dog every day? No, I can't. I just can't. Um, but we have we have it set up that it works. And so he asked me, he goes, well, if it wasn't your business, could you work for somebody else? And I said, no. And I said, and that's not because I have a problem with authority. That's because I physically can't. There are days where I'm running to the bathroom all the time. There are days I can't leave the bed much. Um, there are days I'm just sitting with my feet up the whole day. Or there's days that I'm napping a lot. So, Melissa, it's going to be finding something that you can do that work. It's going to be about appreciating the little things um, that happen and getting modifications set up now so you can get the most out of life. Okay. Um, so at 33, you know, I mean, and if you want to message me privately, you can. But, uh, you know, what, what do you want to do? Where do you live? What are your goals? I'm going to school. What, what's your school goal? Um, what's your life goal? You know, I know people who try to get disability at, at your age and, uh, you know, and it's it's hard. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying, you know, like it can be very. What's the right word to use here? Uh, disheartening. I guess would be a good word to say I'm 33 and I'm on disability and that's my life. Right. So that's where you need to find. And. One of the things you can do if you're interested is help volunteer with Hope Service Dogs and help other people who have EDS because I believe we're the only nonprofit who trains service dogs who can really help out with people with EDS and dysautonomia. Um, dysautonomia, it's so funny. So Deb, who is on the board of Hope, um, she is the um, fundraising person and she she's Loki's mom, right? She can never pronounce it. So I know she means dysautonomia when she says that thing I can't say. Um, so she has MS, so we can also help out with that through hope because I'm not going to, we just talked to somebody who has, um, gluten issues. So we're going to work with her over the summer on teaching her dog to gluten alert. How cool is that? Like we have that flexibility. I'm not just going to say we only do EDS because a lot of times there's a lot of comorbidities or like we can help out because I can do this. I can also do this because I know how to do things. Okay. Um, Sue Ellen says we have the same attitude toward Chinese, got to have leftovers, right? Oh, and so we just got, Sue Ellen, we just got jasmine rice from Sam. So it's a big, like 20 pound bag of jasmine rice. And we've been making that. It is so good. Jasmine rice is the best because Rich has been buying Uncle Ben's, the, the brown rice. It was supposed to be healthier. I'm like, I don't care if it's healthier. Jasmine rice is better. <laughs> um, Sue Ellen says, I hear you. It's only recently that psoriatic arthritis instead of rheumatoid arthritis has been proposed as a diagnosis for me because I can stub my toe and dislocate my knee and fall and pots. And that's why she's looking for a mobility service dog. And she's interested in a candy puppy. Um, and what kind of trade do you have? Um, I have, let me find it here. If you search mag shock, you should come up with it. M A G S H O C K. It, or if you go to foldandgowheelchairs.com, <coughs> it is, uh, it's the mag shock on there. And what it is, it's a bicycle frame. So it's lightweight. It's under 50 pounds. It's foldable. So you don't need to have one of those little stands for the back of your car to hold, to carry it. You can just throw it in your trunk. Um, we keep it in the back of the Jeep. Uh, it's electric, or you can make it into a push chair. Uh, it's just under 3000. Uh, it's free shipping to get it to you. You will have it within a week. Um, they have a bunch of different colors. It can go a long ways. We did Epcot the whole way. We did Animal Kingdom the whole way. We did City Walk. I did Walmart, I think, two times and maybe something else. And we did all of that on one charge. So, like, then it really needed a charge. I made Luke walk with me on the way back just in case. Um, and then there's also a place, if you do order it, that says, who referred to just put down Victoria Warfel. 
and that would be awesome. And you get like, I think like 1% back. So yeah, I think it's like $30 in accessories I'd get with everybody who does it. Um, Melissa says she remembers a similar moment with handcuffs where I didn't understand how they would hold someone because I can collapse my hand to my wrist size. It wasn't until I was older that I understood why. I definitely need to embrace mobility aids. I'm so thankful I'm training my service dog and working with the program now. Melissa, I'm so happy for that. Yeah, and you know, I've talked to a lot of people about embracing mobility aids. And the thing I get from multiple people um, is I'm fighting like hell to stay out of a wheelchair. And I pause. I look at them and I say, why? There's no shame in saying that you have a wheelchair or that you're in a part-time wheelchair user. And so like I need the wheelchair, I get up, I can fold it, I can put it in the back of the Jeep. Now I usually have Rich and Luke do it because it is 50 pounds and I usually have the service dog with me, but I have a service dog in a wheelchair when I do outings, but it makes it so I can go and I can enjoy the outings. When I had to walk, and this is what would happen is sometimes we would get to the park and we'd walk in and I had to send Rich and Luke out because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go. I couldn't make it. I would end up sitting down on a bench, sitting down out of the way area, lying down and putting my legs up on the dog, out of way area. People would come by and ask me and I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. Like just, just leave me alone. let me die in peace. Um, but you need to embrace those mobility aids. So you have as full a life as possible. If I would have known about part-time wheelchair use years ago, I would have been in a wheelchair years ago for these outings. Like honest to God. Why is because it makes it so I can actually go and enjoy myself. And that is so huge. And that is my biggest recommendation. Not only that, um, Melissa, but don't just train your dog for where you're at now. Train him where he, you're going to be. And goals for you and your dog, right? So talking with, you know, different people, you know, most disabilities can be progressive. If your disability is progressive, you need to know that. Um, do I need to teach my dog if my arm comes off the wheelchair to pop my hand back up to put it on there? No, I don't need to teach that because that's not going to be part of my disability, hopefully. Um, but, you know, picking up things, yes. And that's too where whenever you're feeling good, that's when you train your dog, right? When you're feeling bad, that's when your dog works for you. And you get the training in whenever you can. Um, so Sue Ellen says she spent, it's frustrating. She spent 20 plus years as an academic. She had to give it up and get disability due to not being able to predict if I'm going to be in the bathroom all day or if I'm going to be able to get through a shower in less than three hours. Yeah. 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 No, it's terrible. And that's one of the problems is one of the reasons why it's hard for me to work for others. Um, let's see, where did I work for the visiting nurses up in Wisconsin, up in Waukesha uh, for an, a nursing home in the kitchen um, rallies was my first job, which is checkers down here, but rallies, I worked at Hardee's. They were easy with my school schedule. Cause you could put me on whatever shifts. Um, Michael's or no, Ben Franklin, it was kind of like a Michael's and you know, we, I, I, I've had jobs like that. Um, I've had jobs where I worked for myself and that's a lot easier because here's what's happened a few times is I don't feel good. So either rich covers it now, or I remember we were in Gainesville and, I have um, IBS, which is super fun, and talk about spending the whole day in the bathroom, yeah, which is sometimes where we have to cut these short, and I'm like, I got to go now, um, but I was trying to get to a client's house, I'm like, I can't, and I called her up, and I said, I am so sorry, I need to reschedule, she was pissed, and she never rescheduled, but I need to put my health first, so I can give you and your dog what you need, because if not, there's either going to be an accident involved, which isn't going to be fun, or I'm going to spend the whole day in your bathroom 
or in the McDonald's bathroom down the road, um, which I don't want to do, you know, so you do have to put yourself first. Um, but that's where too, I have a backup that, you know, I have Rich who can do it. I have Autumn, I have Ridge, I have Karen. So it's building up that support system as well. Um, so on says, well, great charge range. Yeah, I think it'll go like 20 some miles on one charge, which is pretty cool. It has different speeds. So I'm getting better with adjusting the speeds on the go. And then one of my um, clients who has Erebus, she is, her and I came up with a design for a service dog hands-free leash that will attach to a wheelchair. So she has the prototype. I think she has it ready and I'm hoping to get it next, about a week and a half. Um, next time she comes out for group class. So I'm super stoked for that. Um, so then we could try it out and see uh, because yay. And if it works for us, you know, they will be available for sale and you could buy it. Um, and even if you don't have a wheelchair yet, it'll be an amazing hands-free leash. that will be fully customizable for what you and your dog need. Um, Michelle says she popped her back out and without her mobility tool, she'd be up Sit Creek, right? And Shira says she works from home as a remote insurance processor. If it weren't for that flexibility, I'm not sure I could work because of IBS. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are times that I bring the laptop into the bathroom with me or um, our bed, we just got a new bed last year because while I was gone, the cats peed on my bed and you can't get cat pee out of a bed. And we found out why and we fixed why is because the one, they had one litter box that they were sharing for years, which was fine. But we had one dog in boot camp who would just bark at them like an idiot whenever they'd come in. So they didn't want to use that bathroom. So in protest, they started using our bed. So we put a second, if you've been out here, you know, the office now has the cat box in it because we put two up, they weren't even using the original one. So they really wanted that privacy. So we got um, one of the beds that and go up. So there are days that I spend a couple hours in bed just working on stuff right there. And what I need to do is get one of those lap desks, but I don't have one of those yet. So Jenko and I will lay beside each other on the bed and work, you know, so you need to take advantage of stuff like that. I've also told Rich, um, my grandma had one in the 80s, had the chair, had the recliner chair that will lift you up. And I'm going to be needing one of those at some point as well. I'm sure of it. Um, so Shira says, I'm really thinking about setting a goal to get one of those wheelchairs so I can, I'm gad about without falling. You know, Shira, I highly recommend it. I, I know when we had met up at Epcot um, last year or so, um, you know, you had the chair and when you needed it, you could sit in it. This would help you out so much. It is totally worth it. You can actually see if your health insurance will cover it. Uh, I talked to my health insurance and they, for me, getting a chair would have been 500, which is better than 3000, but getting a seating for the chair would be an additional 450. So now we're up to a thousand. It was going to be a four to six month wait. Okay. And there was no guarantee that they would approve me for it after I paid all the money for it. So talk to Rich about it. And he says, Vicki, just get the one that you want because the one that they're going to give me wasn't the one that I wanted. Um, so that's what we ended up doing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's nice to not have to worry about it. It's really, really nice about that. Um, so yeah, celebrate the victories, write, write the stuff out and be positive. Not in your training. You can still use corrections, um, appropriate corrections, but um what is the major value in setting goals? Written down ideas and dreams become reality. It takes it out of your head. You can also remove items. Um, I've had goal lists from years gone by, and there were things I look at, and I'm like, oh, dude, I thought I wanted that. Yeah. Um, 
positive, behold of the possibilities, negative, beware of the possibilities. Goals are something you attract, not something you pursue. Um, you know, so yeah. Uh, Kay says, I have that kind of recliner and it sure does help when my back goes out. It literally lifts me up and out. Yeah, Shira says, I've been falling so much. Yeah, and, and you can't have that. You know, you could like crack your head open. You don't want to be fun. Michelle says, I do home health care and my clients are very flexible. So if I have an issue like my back, I can take time to get better. Michelle, that's awesome. Yeah, this one, you know, some people are good and some people aren't good. But we want candy. You are not eating yet. Just chill out. Um, you know, you, you want to do as much as you can when you can. <laughs> Uh, you know, don't put things off saying it's fine and try to power through. And I did that for years. Like, I'll just power through it. But you can't power through it. You know, when you have a chronic uh, disability or a disability period, you can't just say, oh, forget about it. I'll just make it happen. Make it so. Because because you can't. It's just it's too hard. It's too difficult. Um it's, it's too much on your body. You know, the spoons thing, right? Like it's too many spoons. Um, nobody's got time for that. Nobody can. And, and you shouldn't have to, um, you know, it should be something that, you know, just makes life easier. And if that means for me, it means if I am candy, if I am, um, not doing good, I have to cancel or postpone what it is that I'm doing. And I don't always want to do that. I don't always want to say, you know, oh, I have to cancel today, but sometimes I do. And, and that's fine. You know, that works. Um, Shira says that's what it's called a disability, right? Uh, we went up to see Kayla a couple weeks ago um, whenever Candy got her hip x-rays. And that was on a Sunday. We drove up there. It was about three hours up and three hours back. And then like the whole day up there with her. So we were gone for over 12 hours and got back. I was out of it for about a day and a half. And then I got a nap and then I could actually function. Uh, Portia says, my goal for 2020 is to have a better bond with Mufasa and to get your awesome service dog training online February 2020. Maybe find a neurologist for my grand mal seizures and get full adult Medicaid. Uh, to make realistic do and goals for my to do and goals for myself and to graduate with my associate's degree in early childhood education in fall of 2020. That's perfect. I love that, Portia. Um, Michelle says, if I power through things, take me three days to feel better. Yes, it's terrible. It sucks so much. I hate it. But it also is that's your body telling you you're doing too much. So we have to learn and remember that that no, this is too much, that I'm not. I can't do that because I can't do it for three days. Uh, we had gone to Universal on Friday last week. And at first it was too busy because I'm like, I really want to go back tomorrow because we had a light week of dogs, which was really nice. But I couldn't, you know, like I need a day in between, which is one of the reasons why I don't do a hotel there anymore. And we only live like an hour away. So it's easier to get back. But that is your goals. That is your goals and goal setting for 2020 for you, for your dog. What do you want your dog? Do you want your dog, does your dog need help with public access, with basic, with advanced, with leaving the door alone whenever somebody's doing a webinar in a podcast? Um, she wants to go eat really bad. Uh, you know, what's your goals for you and your dog? 
if she had her e-collar on, but I'm not gonna. So why is I can't give her a command that I can't enforce? She's so weird. Two, she's a dog and she's gonna be a dog at times and doesn't always have to be under control. Um, it's not annoying me too much. Um, if she had an e-collar, I could just do a little, but Django has it on, not her. Hers is in the kitchen, um, probably on the charger. Uh, but yeah, so so what's your dog's goals? Um, for Django, continue with his public access. Uh, as the crowds leave, as his piano goes away, <clears throat> I want to get him to Disney and Universal in January. Um, Candy needs to work on some distraction stuff some more mobility stuff. Her public access is pretty decent. Um, Gypsy, Gypsy's doing really good. Um, Rue, I want Luke to work with Rue some. And then, like I said, as we have puppies, that's good too. But again, I have to have the support system set up for the puppies because I know what I can handle. Poor Candy, right? She's so abused and neglected. She's so abused. Uh, who came with me? She was actually the one who came with me to Universal this last time. She got to spend time up with Kayla and with her best friend now, Scarlett. Um, she tried to play with D.Y., who's their retired military uh, Malinois. And D.Y. was like, leave me alone, you freak. And whenever she saw Candy, um, whenever Kayla you know, uh, saw Candy and Django playing, she goes, oh, that's why her and D.Y. didn't get along is, you know, she wants to be the mama and D.Y. doesn't do that. I'm like, no. Um, but yeah, I've got the three back here. So I need to continue. I need to work on their goals, um, their task stuff. I do have their binders because I was going through their um, hip stuff today. So I need to update the binders, which is always like something I try to do weekly is update binders. I try to do nails weekly and brush them out and everything. You know, you, you want to have that in there. And how do I keep myself organized? Shira says, my house and car will likely be paid off in four and a half years. I have a little freedom to do other things. Hopefully, that's awesome, Shira. Um, this is my bullet journal for 2020. I have um, I go through two a year, so this is January through June. I'm going to show you what that's like and how I keep myself organized. So this is a what type is this? A Lecterm 1917. All right, so I got it here. I do the hand lettering stuff, so I like it. So 2020 January through June. Table of contents. So I already have um, the months of the year done up. So where do I do it? Coming up, so this I need to switch for the next one, but this is after this is over, this is July through December and then January through June of 2021. So I've got the dates down at the bottom here so I know when and just things that I know are coming up. And then these are, then I'd like to put inspirational quotes. Um, like push yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. Huh, my, one of my favorites, lions don't lose sleep over the opinions of sheep. Thank you, Game of Thrones. Um, never settle, always fight for what you want. Be strong, be beautiful, be you. Those are what the quotes I have. And sometimes it helps, you know? So then I have these months set up. So January and February, I have the months, I have the days, and I have what's going on that I can plan for in the future. So January is time to warm the dogs. On January 1st, Gypsy gets her Advantix, uh, release hopes public access tests, and then I'm working on my goals. February, there's a special needs expo. There's our service dog school. And again, Gypsy needs her Advantix. Every month, Gypsy needs her Advantix. 
And then I have March, April, May, June. So um, highlighted are the Nipopo things. So I know, cause I can only do, cause again, I know how many spoons I have, right? I can only do like one workshop thing a month um, to keep my sanity. And some more stuff. And then I have January. Then I do a full month for January. Okay, along with this is what I have to do over here to work on. Uh, and then I X off the days as we go through them. So here's January for the full month. And the next page, I do them weekly. So um, because January starts Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then notes. Right? So I have more areas here for either notes, inspirational quotes, doodles, whatever I want. And I have every week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I do start my weeks for this on Monday. Because by starting on Monday, I get the whole weekend in. If I started on Sunday, I would get half a weekend in. And that just, it doesn't work for me. It might work for you. I tried to find a planner that I love. I could not find a planner that I love. So I make up my own. And it does take some time to do all this. But to me, it's worth it to, if I can block off, you know, a couple afternoons, a couple hours each afternoon to do this, I can get it done. And I have exactly what I need customized for what I want, as opposed to buying something from the store that I don't use half of. So then I have a couple blank pages just in case. And then I have February. Be your own sparkle is what I have. So again, February has the month and then the weeks. Okay, so that's how we have it. And then we get here. Um, when it's all said and done, this is the end of June. And then I have a blank page. And then I have um, washi tape on a page. And this is my divider from the calendar to the notes part of it. And this is really the neatest part. We've got an android just sitting at the doorway quietly going, please let me in. It's a stormtrooper. The stormtrooper. Okay. So, like, this is the spending. Um, and then I have notes. And then what I do up here in the front is um, where the table of contents is, is I'll put it in. So, let me show you. This is my very first one that I did. I showed you this earlier. And this has a lot more going on. This is back in 2017. We started it in April. So, this is April, May, and June. Okay. Here is the index. So, I just write them in there. So when I was looking for the goals to talk about tonight, I had to look up about the having goals. A journal, having a journal is about one of the best things you can ever do. I did it for a few years. I missed last year. It was terrible. I really want to get well, this. Well, you year. have a book, don't you? Yeah. Don't you have, okay, All well, they then have set to do it. is fill it in and set get it Set it up tonight. Tonight? You need a, at least do a week's worth tonight so you're set for the next week. If I can just get one month kind of set up, then I'll be fine. And he does it different from what I do it, so... Okay, I'm, uh, I'm, clearly I should do it her way because she gets the whole year out of the way and then she doesn't. I've been doing it since 2017. Well, I've, I've done it on and off like a couple of years at a time and it's really good. When you're working, it's great because. because you are working. You have a job no, I mean, and a nonprofit. Don't act like that. Yeah. If you're working in an office or something for for all Then you can sit down and be like, like, I that. have nothing to do. I'll write in my journal. No, you don't write nothing. You write. You make up something, you fill it in, and then no one can believe that you did nothing. See? Okay. Or, so or this, how many, when did you work on that project? And if and you, you go, oh, I worked on it this time. Yeah. Well, do that with the dog so you know what you worked on I, with the dog. I somehow have magical, perfect memory. He does have magical, perfect memory. Um, so here's my future log. You can see I doodled. I have a little TARDIS up there. Let, the, let Candy out, please. Richard, stop. Let Candy out. Let them all out. Okay. Let them in. So here, this is April. So this is what happened when all was said and done. I had fun. There's stickers, there's notes, to-dos, goals, the calendar. I had a tracker. So, you know, I've tried some different things. I can get a little too doodly. Um, here's another tracker. This is how many gallons of milk we got out of the cow whenever, oh, when we were milking Bessie. 
Shira, you'd be interested in this. Um, anywhere 16, 13, 13, 17, 14, 15, 10. So we, we got a lot of cups out of her. Um, spending log, um, you know, books to read, TV series to make sure that you didn't miss anything. Uh, you know, like I had fun and it was a lot of doodling. I'd come in and doodle afterwards. Meal favorites. So whenever you're like, I don't know what to have. Meals on hand. Because I know like what we usually try to have on here. You know, we have a whole bunch of stuff that I had in here. Here's a fun one. Here's states that I visited. So every now and then I'll look at it and I'll say, is there anything I need to add to this? No, there's not. Um, but, you know, so, so we have that. And uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff on here. Weird drawings that I did of a seahorse unicorn with wings. Uh, yeah. And then it's fun looking back and seeing, like, Luke was taking karate done. Okay. You know, client that we had, Rich had a doctor appointment, go homes. And I like, I like them to have the elastic thingy on them like that, too. Um, just so they don't go everywhere. And then I have my my silhouette, so I make up my own things. But but that's how I keep organized, and that's how I keep my goals organized, so I know what it is that I'm working on. I'm sure so that's really creative. Thank you. And so Ellen says, yay, TARDIS. Sheer says, that's a lot. You don't, you know, yours can be super easy. When Rich does it, this is what he does. January, one, and then anything that happens, and then whenever that day's done, two. Duh, 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 duh. Now he'll ask me, like, what did we do today? And I'll have to look back and see what we did today, because he likes to write that in there, too. But it's nice because whenever he did have the office job, he knew what project he worked on when. So if they came back and they're like, hey, that one project, when did you do this? He could just look in his notes and tell them. I like it because it helps me keep track of things so I know who I talk to when. You don't have to do that. It's just an extra bonus part of the goals is um, bullet journal. Bullet journal. And you can look it up. There's a whole bunch of stuff now. Now, don't forget, like two years ago, two and a half years ago, there wasn't as much stuff out. But now there is. So you can um, look that up. And if you're interested in it, do it. If that's too much, there's a bunch of organizers, planners, go to the store and look at them. I mean, Walmart has them. I'm sure Target has them. Um, Barnes and Noble's going to have them. Amazon's going to have them. Just do it. Even if it's not what you want exactly, just do it. And then come back to it later. You know, like every day, put a little bit. If you have IBS and you want to keep it in the bathroom, do it. You know, it doesn't matter. If you want to leave it in your car so you can track your mileage, again, do it. It's a matter of doing it. Um, because if you don't uh, dream it, you don't dare it, you don't do it, you're not going to have it. We want you to have it. So that's it for me for right now. Speaking of spoons, I am done. Uh, I'm going to go in and see what Rich and Luke are doing. We have to finish watching The Witcher and then Misfits, which is an old one on BBC that we had seen, but with the new TV where we're watching it because I liked it. It was good. Um, I will see you guys next week. Um, we might have exciting news next week. We might not. I don't know. Um, but we'll have something awesome to talk about uh, next week. In the meantime, guys, check out hopeservicedogs.org for all the stuff that we have. I updated the site last week or so, and it's pretty amazing. Um, there are some places to download bullet journal pages to print. Yeah, um, Sue Ellen, if you go to Michael's, they have a bunch of like stickers and stampers and stuff. So instead of writing down like all the months, you could just put like a sticker on it.
instead of writing down like tracking things, it could be like a sheet of washi tape or a strip of washi tape. Like they make it easier. I don't have that, but, and then um, the art thing that I do, um, the monthly watercolor art thing. Let me see, cause I'm not, I'm having a brain farty moment cause I told you my spoons are done. Let's make art. They are doing um, stuff. So um, stuff, I told you like it, this is what happens whenever I'm done. Um, they're doing bullet journal stuff with their lettering. There you go. So they're going to show you how to do like pretty January and everything else. Um, and then Swellen says she's doing Lost in Space tonight. Yeah, we want to watch the first season of Lost in Space and then the second season. Um, we watched the first season and loved it. But here's the problem whenever that happens is I don't always remember what happened the first season. Rich does. He remembers everything. I don't. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't understand what the joke was. Who are these people? Why are they here? What day is this? You know, like, that's how I watch shows after a while. So at least I have to watch at least the last episode, but Lost in Space was really good. So when we finish with The Witcher and with Misfits, Lost in Space is going to be one of them. We have a whole bunch that we want to watch. And then he keeps telling me, like, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, we don't have time to do the movies. We've got enough shows to watch. Um, we did see the new Star Wars, um, The Rise of Skywalker, which was flipping amazing. And I want to go back and see another one. But again, I know how many days it takes me to recover from things. And whenever we went, Gypsy went. So her very first movie ever was a Star Wars movie two years ago. So this one was another Star Wars movie. So yay for Gypsy and Star Wars. Um, yeah, she forgets too, right? It's a pain, man, but it works. So anyway, I wish you guys to have the bestest, bestest 2020 ever. I wish you guys a happy, happy new year. Stay safe, 10, if you're listening to this on January 31st. And if you're not listening to this on uh, January, December 31st, um, New Year's Eve, if you're not listening to it New Year's Eve, I still want you to stay safe. Um, tonight, there are so many cops out. It is ridiculous. There are cops everywhere today. Um, we've had to go in town a couple of times for different things. Um, Shira says she's going to see Star Wars tomorrow. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm jealous. We have dogs coming in tomorrow, I think. Yeah, we do. I think we have two dogs coming in. Mandalorian. Yeah, we watched that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I want to rewatch it, but I'm like, we'll watch it at some point. So I'm going to sign off. I will catch you guys. Um, rate us, like us, subscribe to us, review us, all the fun stuff. Make sure it's all good. Um, because that helps us grow numbers and to reach more people and to help more people. Okay. Um, wish you guys the best and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Don't forget to give us that five-star rating for our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to tell your friends.